beautiful souls and welcome. You're listening to It's Glowing Well Podcast, the show that encompasses all things beauty and wellness. I'm your guide and host star. I have been in the beauty and wellness business for over a decade, and I am here to inspire, educate, and keep things positive through the challenges we face in this incredible journey of becoming our best selves inside and out. So if you're ready, Let's take a deep breath and begin. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And I just got to say first things first, from the bottom of my heart, thank you all so, so much for all the support I have been receiving via direct messaging, reviews, etc. It really means a lot to me and your support is so awesome and it's so awesome for the podcast as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So I am really looking forward to discussing today's topic because this is something that needs to be talked about more openly. And I have become very passionate about this topic the more I learn about it. What I'm about to share with you and educate you on is not intended to impose any sort of fear, but rather bring a better awareness, and that is toxic beauty products. I'm going to give you all a great crash course and give you the know-how you need so you can start today on what to watch for and how to start making the switch you should choose, if you should choose to do so. Now, I feel it's safe to say that we all know the importance of reading food labels. Am I right? But let me ask you this. When was the last time you checked the ingredients on the back of your beauty products? It's not something we typically think about. Am I right? So let's dig in and talk about some of the ways in which we can become more aware of not only what we put into our bodies, but what we put on them. Here we go. So a really amazing and fun fact, beauty products that we put onto our bodies only takes about 30 seconds to fully absorb and reach our bloodstream. So it was absolutely astonishing to me when I discovered some of my favorite products at the time were so harmful to my body and my health. And even still today, they're out there. They still exist from soaps hair products to cosmetics, lotions, perfumes, many of the products that we are putting on our body every day are riddled with toxins and questionable ingredients, including known carcinogens, which are cancer-causing. There's irritants, even hormone disruptors. And I think it's safe to say there has been a huge boom in the matter of balancing our hormones better these days. So it's not just what we put into our bodies, it's also what we put on it. While it's hard to believe that some of these ingredients I am about to share with you are still legal and very common, the truth is the beauty industry is relatively underregulated here in the U.S. The FDA doesn't require safety testing of ingredients in personal care products and only bans 11 substances. While across the pond in Europe, they ban over 
1300 ingredients. So not that I want to get, you know, overly political here, but believe it or not, the last piece of major U.S. legislation regulating personal care product safety was passed all the way back in 1938. Yes, my friends, you heard me. 1938. So to further deepen the rabbit hole on this, just a pinch more, women use on average 12 personal products a day. That equates to exposing ourselves to an average of 168 chemical ingredients. So <laughs> it's vital to understand what's in the products we use. Now, you might be thinking, okay, Star, yes, I agree. So how do I start this process? That is a great question, my friend. It can be intimidating to switch to non um, excuse me, non-toxic beauty products. See, I get all excited and passionate about this and I get all tongue-tied. Anyway, I digress. So yes, it can be intimidating to switch to non-toxic beauty products, especially when you already have a cabinet of conventional products. I've been there, I totally remember. So if it's not within your budget, to toss what you already have and start fresh, please know that's that's really okay. Take it slow. Swap items out as they run out. Take your time with it. And I usually say like whatever product you use the most of is the product that you probably want to swap out first to find an equivalent to. Ideally, it would be best if you opted for your products with ingredients that you readily recognize, certified organic ingredients, or even natural alternatives like pure oils as moisturizers rather than filler-laden lotions. If you're not sure about a particular product safety, you can actually check out the EWG Skin Deep database for easily understandable safety information. And that they cover over 80,000 personal care products. And actually, I'll be sure to uh, link that in the show notes for, for all of you if you want to check that out further. Plus, you can also download an app called Yuka, which scans any barcode of a beauty product and will tell you the actual toxicity level. And the Yuka app is spelled Y U K A. So, and I will, I'll, I'll spell that out in the show notes for all of you as well on that one too. So I'm going to give you a quick rundown crash course here on some of the main ingredients to avoid. And some of these I might be butchering the pronunciation on. And that too is also a really good indicator that it's probably not good for you. Usually if I can't pronounce it, I won't buy it. So first things first. I think a lot of people know about this one more now than they did back then, and that's parabens. So your parabens um, are like anything that end with that. So like a methyl paraben, an ethyl paraben, a propyl paraben. There's several other ones as well. And those are all preservatives found in many cosmetics, lotions, deodorants, sunscreens. The list goes on on that one. And several studies have linked parabens to endocrine disruption, breast cancer, and more. Plus, they are prohibited in Europe. 
So that's kind of an interesting fact too. Fragrances. Due to trade secret regulations, companies are not required to disclose what's in their fragrances, which creates a significant loophole in ingredient labeling. The International Fragrance Association, which, yep, that's a real association that exists, lists 3,000, a little over 3,000 different materials reported as being used in fragrances. And some are linked to cancer, reproductive toxicity, allergies, and other sensitivities. The next one is, and again, this one I might butcher the pronunciation on, Flafalates, it's spelled P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. Even if you don't see these on an ingredient list, they're frequently lurking in the fragrance ingredients. They're another known endocrine disruptor and linked to an increased risk of breast cancer and congenital reproductive disabilities, not just in females, but males as well. There are also, I'm going to say this one a little slower, ethylomanine compounds, which are also translated to DEA, TEA, MEA. And these chemicals are widely found in cosmetics as emulsifiers, fragrances, pH adjusters, and more. Now, Europe prohibits DEA in cosmetics due to concerns about the carcinogenic side effects that have been linked to it, which are associated with bioacclimation and organ toxicity. That's pretty severe. And I, I cannot remember for sure, but I do believe DEA is now officially banned in the U.S. It is one of those that you won't find, but TEA and MEA still exist. And then one of the other ones that is absolutely worth mentioning mentioning and not least, but sulfates. And you've probably seen sodium laurel sulfate, which is SLS, and sodium laureth sulfate, which is SLES, in a lot of hair and body products. But just because they're used to create suds doesn't mean that they're innocent. They're notorious for eye, skin, lung irritation, especially over time. And SLES can be contaminated with approximately one, it's called 1,4-dioxane, which has caused cancer in lab animals. So, and don't even get me started on the testing of lab animals. That's a totally different topic for another day. But plus, um, many sulfates are derived from petroleum and palm oil, which, um, which really poses a lot of environmental concerns. So those are a few of the ingredients to watch out for on your beauty products. Now, you might be wondering, okay, so what should I use? Is there anything that's actually safe? I assure you, my friend, absolutely there is. Now, I might be somewhat biased in a few of these products that I'm going to recommend, but that doesn't mean I'm wrong. First and foremost, I would highly highly recommend Aveda products for your beauty care. Aveda has been around since the late 70s, and they are truly the pioneers when it comes to non-toxic, plant-based beauty care. 
Aveda is 100% vegan now and forevermore and has never ever tested on animals, which like I said, the whole animal testing situation that goes on in the world is a whole other subject for another day. But the whole peace of mind that Aveda delivers, not just for myself, but for the environment and all sentient beings, has made me swoon for them since I was 16. Folks, I'm 43, so that's a long time. And the salon I work for is solely an Aveda salon. So you get my picture, you get my drift on this. And one last little proud note I have regarding this amazing beauty brand. Aveda recently reached a new milestone of being a certified B corporation. This just happened in January of this year. So what is a B Corp? The process is rigorous. They completed the B Impact Assessment, which measures their environmental and social practices and policies over five different pillars. So Aveda is held accountable and has to be reviewed every three years regarding their impacts of the decisions they place upon their workers, communities, customers, suppliers, and the environment. Aveda needed an assessment score of 86 in order to even achieve this, and they soared with shooting stars of an 89.6. So to say I am proud would be an understatement. Okay, let's move on to some others. As far as makeup care is concerned, I would highly encourage you to check out my non-toxic makeup line of Saint. Saint offers all naturally sourced ingredients with no major animal byproducts. But I will mention that for some of the chick leap balms and colors, there is beeswax in them. So to my 100% vegan lifestyle people that are listening, the lip products to Saint may not be your option, but Saint is toxic-free makeup line. I will post a link um, so that you can check it out if you would like to. Um, I'll put those in the show notes. A few other beauty companies that I feel deserve a mention for their non-toxic efforts that you can research as well are Youth to the People, Mad Hippie, Ilya, Well People, and Lush. A little quick final note as well that I'd like to mention to you is an incredible documentary to further your research, research excuse me, and knowledge that you can actually watch on YouTube. It's called Toxic Beauty, and it's a documentary by Phyllis Ellis. It will absolutely broaden the scope for you a lot further. If you are wanting to dive deeper, I would definitely check that out. Whew, okay, <laughs> so that was quite a bit of information. I feel this is a good place to pause for now and let you all marinate on all this information. I hope this episode really shed some light on the importance of obtaining cleaner beauty products for you and that you also found it to be informative and maybe even a little inspiring. So I'd like to say to you now with so much gratitude, I thank you for listening to this episode today and for joining me here on It's Glowing Well podcast. I am your guide and your host, Star. 
I look so forward to seeing you again on the next monthly episode. And if you would like to hang out with me more often, please feel free to find me on Instagram at glowingwellwithstar. And you can also check out my professional salon spot Instagram at Aveda Glow by Star. And to book any hair, skin, body services, you can go to pureessencellc.com. And last but not least, if you are wanting to find out more toxic, non-toxic beauty products, please click to, on my makeup site at star-mickey.saintofficial.com. All right. Until next time. I wish you love, light, and gratitude. Namaste.